Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Hello and welcome and thank you for joining us. Always happy to be spending our day with you. Got a lot of exciting and interesting stories today. A lot of uh, kind of funky stuff to talk about today. So uh, glad you found us. Find us in uh, many different funky? ways. On it. Funky? Funky, yeah, funky stuff. Uh, are you yeah, wearing that funky. big hat of yours from the 70s and the uh, bell-bottom pants? <laughs> yeah, purple. I'm wearing a purple hat and I'm driving a, uh, a Cadillac, a, a 1966 Cadillac with the top down. So you yeah. Wish. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, that's true. You used to have an old, didn't you used to have an old Cadillac? I had an old Cadillac. I love it. I have a fairly, I don't have a new Cadillac anymore. I love Cadillacs. Cadillacs mm-hmm. are so, they're so classic Americana right there with the Corvette. So They were great. My mother, when I was a kid, had a, oh gosh, I can't remember even what year it was, in the early 60s or so, had one of those big old honking with the fins and it was candy apple red. Oh, don't you awesome wish you car. still had that? Oh, God, you, yeah. yeah. And my daughter went to college with someone who inherited from her grandma one of those big Hulkin Cadillacs. No, oh, they and were cool cars. it was a convertible, and it was in banana yellow. Oh, and gosh, And all the yeah. kids called the car Big Bird. Yeah, which, you, th- those were fun to parallel park. Those things were like three blocks long. Well, the point so, is, if you could parallel park those, you had talent. Today... Y- there's no way to hone your talent for eye yeah. and eye coordination. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure most kids don't even know how to parallel park or even know what I'm talking about anymore. But yeah, that was a lot of fun. That's too bad. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So apparently, what the FDA and the CDC has a company in trouble that is making certain kinds of N95 N95 masks. What's that? Well, first of all, I would just be happy if all the messages we got didn't differ from day to day to day to day to day. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you got Fauci telling us one thing, and we have that, I'm not going to say crazy lady, but that lady in charge here in California Mm -hmm. who has her own opinions. Right. Everybody's got their own opinion as to what's good for us, Mm -hmm. and life is miserable. No, it's it's terrible. We all thought we'd be normal again. Yeah, we were getting there. We were getting no, there. No, no, there's no travel. Been talking to a lot of the travel writers. The hotels still blow. Uh, Hawaii is telling people, don't come. We're yeah, getting COVID. Yeah. Right. No, we're not getting there. It's just worse than ever. This really blows. But yeah. now, now it seems that a company, now, just so you know, you don't know generally when you're buying your masks, uh, where they come from. You really have to look at the box. Right. And, you know, see who manufactured it, what did it, you know, because I know I saw a display in Walgreens. And it was just a ton of masks, mask, mask, mask. And you really got to look. Well, it seems there's a company in China called Shanghai Dasheng Health Products Manufacturing. Mm-hmm. Now, some people today would say, well, you know, it is from China. Well, except for the fact some of the best masks do come from China. <laughs> yeah, And right. so we can't say that either. But this company is one of the world's largest manufacturers of N95 masks. And according to the FDA, the company was not implementing, maintaining, or controlling satisfactory quality management system. Mm-hmm. Now, hold on. They didn't say the masks don't work. Right. 
They just sort said there no, they said the company was not maintaining quality satisfactory uh management systems. Right. So, um what you need to know bottom line is that an N95 mask that is not approved by NIOSH, N-I-O-S-H, is still an effective way to mitigate the spread of COVID-19. There are no additional health concerns associated with Shanghai Dashang's masks. In other words, its N95 masks are still better than not wearing a mask. Oh, absolutely. And they won't make you sick on their own. Um, bottom line, just wear a mask. But the point is, who knows? Are they going to start recalling stuff, pulling it off shelves? We don't know. Uh, if you look on the line and online and you're really interested, the, the SF gate, the San Francisco gate ran a story telling the serial numbers of the uh, masks that are no longer NIOSH approved. You know, I don't care anymore. I really don't care. Just I wear you a know, damn mask, and that's you wear the oh, mask. All, get vaccinated. Mark, Mark you know? everybody wears masks, and Mark, I do have some friends who have immunocompromised diseases that can't get vaccinated. So you know, why can't they get vaccinated? Because just putting the vaccine in their body could activate some uh, cells that, let's say if you have a transplant, may cause them to reject the transplant. There are all kinds of things going on medically that the general public obviously doesn't know about. Yeah. So, you know, just people wear the mask and you wear the mask and we'll all be better off for it. Yeah. That's all. I mean, I, was, I have to say, I was watching the Dodger game night before last and I look in the crowd, the game was in San Diego, and virtually no one in the stadium had masks on. And yeah, I thought, well, it's wow. outside. It's outside. Well, it's outside with 50,000 people. You want to be well, next to 50,000 people without masks? I don't, you I don't know think what? So. Your, choi- your body, your choice. Yeah, absolutely. That's exactly you know, right. Your and, body, and, your choice. And, and, and that's why we're it. spiking, and that's why we're, uh, the hospitals are no, full again. No, as a matter of fact, hospitals are full, and that blows. But take a look at the death numbers again. Don't just look at the hospitalization numbers. Take oh, no, 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 they the were up. They numbers. were hugely up. I did yesterday. They were hugely up. They had jumped like 25%. So anyway, enough of this. It's to too 36. frustrating to talk about. Yeah. No, it was to 2,600. Yeah, it was a big number. Statewide, so, yeah. I, I look at Los Angeles only. But anyway, point yeah. being, just wear the mask. Do what yeah. you think is best to protect you and your family. And whenever somebody comes to our house, we always clean our hands with hand sanitizer when we pick up mail still. So just do the best you can. And if we all do our best, we will stay safe. And those who don't, their choice, their body. Yep, exactly. Uh, all right, moving on from other stuff because this is enough. This is a really interesting story. <laughs> uh, Samsung apparently can remotely disable any of its TVs worldwide. On July 11th, a distribution center located in the Kawazula Natal, South Africa, was looted, and an number of Samsung televisions were stolen. Well, apparently Samsung was able to render them useless because they are fitted with remote blocking technology. But apparently, 
It's not just certain ones. It's every Samsung TV. So if you own a Samsung TV and you have this uh, technology built into it called TV Block, which is preloaded on all Samsung TV products, uh, they can log the serial number of the TV, wait for it to be connected to the Internet, at which point a Samsung server is connected by default, serial number checked. If it's on the list, the blocking system is implemented and it ceases to let all its functions work. So aside from that, just aside from that, yeah, we know that nobody ever gets hacked anymore because everybody's security is so good. I'm just picturing a hacker remotely disabling and holding Samsung hostage for a quack a billion dollars in Bitcoin right. Pfft, yeah, uh, right. to let go with everybody's TVs. I didn't give permission for my TV to have this. No. Again, your TV, your privacy. Um, if you want it, it should be an option. And this is something that's been put on it. And I don't know because I haven't investigated some of the other impacts in the future. But, you know, you can say it's a great deal, but let's just wait for the hack, and that isn't going to be pretty. No, and, uh, you you know, it's alongside all the other hacks that have been going on for the last couple of years. Every week, we we kidded a while ago about uh, that we were going to have a hack of the week story. It's like a hack of the hour story. I mean, it's getting to the point where it's incredible. And you know why? Incredible. That's because the big enterprise companies, and you can take it, hey, T-Mobile, Bose, all these companies, the last thing they pay attention to is security. And it's about time that people talked with their dollars and spoke to these companies by not spending spending money with them uh, if you're not going to get security. But people don't know. And then again, people say, well, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. uh." I mean, it's kind of like the car disabling features when someone steals your car and they can uh, stop your car remotely. Uh, same kind of concept here. Exactly. It just won't work. You know, Apple exactly. has the same thing, by the way, on the phones. They, you can, if your phone is lost or stolen, you can actually wipe yes, your phone remotely. You can, but you, you have can do control it. Right. Over this. Right. Correct. Right. Correct. The Samsung thing you have no control over. No. You think Apple Which, doesn't have control over that? Oh, I'm sure they do. Yeah, there you go. But the point is, this leads us to our next story. (laughs) Okay. And we've talked about it before, about smart thermostats. Right. Um, I'm with the Los Angeles Department of Water and Power, LADWP. Mm -hmm. And the fine people at LADWP keep offering me up to $185 to join their Power Savers program. Okay. So... If I join the Power Savers program, I'll receive a $125 gift card plus another $60 gift card each year I participate and stay enrolled. Wow, what a deal. Okay, so you you get what? I mean, what happens when you sign up for this? Well, but they don't tell you this. When you go to the page, they confirm you're eligible and they have all kinds of bogus questions like, I'm an LAPD residential customer. I use my thermostat to control my air conditioning. So everybody goes, check, check. Yeah. And and kind of down the page, I will allow LADWP to make short, low-impact thermostat adjustments on high-energy usage days. Interesting. Uh, My thermostat, my house. (laughs) 
I'm yeah. going to keep this theme going throughout because connected smart thermostats make it easy for the power company to manage your home energy use. Now, if you are one of those people who keep your home temperate during the day, especially if you're working from home now and you choose to keep your home temperate during the day, you know, you keep it so your legs don't stick together when you're sitting in a chair. That's good. But you want to jack it down at night because you are more comfortable sleeping in cold. If they don't like that, they can just change it. And what's even more interesting uh, we have three Nest thermostats. Well, actually four, including the guest house. Seemed and like a great one, idea when you did it at the time. Well, and each one has a schedule. And I love setting the schedule. I think it's a great feature. I, I, I enjoy using the Nest thermostat. But the only thing is, it seems that when at 10.30 p.m. at night and I turn it down because it's time, Half, uh, 20 minutes later, it's back up again. I didn't touch yeah. it. It's not on the schedule for the thermostat. Um, yeah, they have full control. So think twice. $185 is a lot of money. But think twice about giving up control. Because if you have a senior at home, if you have pets at home, You don't want to be stuck because what if they shut it off and something goes wrong with your system and it won't power up again? Well, you understand. Yeah, you understand this is not your uh, your nest. This is your house is haunted. I can't tell you how many movies I've seen recently where suddenly the thermostat goes from 80 degrees to 20. It ain't the power company. So you might want to consider moving out of that house because that house is clearly haunted. And And see this. Paul, this is why it's a tech show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, you can know? get all the important information. From yeah, call, call Ghostbusters because we'll yeah. be able to so, uh, talk to them about that. Bottom yeah. line, LADWP can reduce energy demand and mediate climate change if you'll only let them just take control of your thermostats. Well, that doesn't um, seem like a lot to ask. Really? I mean, that, you know. Okay, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm calling BS on it. So... <laughs> Just wanted you to be informed, folks, on what's going on. Yeah. All right. So we've talked about now uh, for a couple of years about space travel for people, you know, that you and I have both come to the conclusion that probably not something we're going to do. But what, a NASA astronaut, Megan MacArthur, warned people that it's uncomfortable and risky? Really? duh. Shocking. I mean, Captain Obvious. Captain Obvious. Right. Um, how comfortable can it be to have to poop into a suction tube? Yeah. I mean, whoa, that sounds real comfortable to me. Oh, yeah. uh, pee, pee into a tube. Right. Wrap yourself in a sleeping bag secured to the wall so you don't float around. Right. Um, you, how about the toothpaste? Little... Well, yeah, you got to swallow your toothpaste because if you spit it out, it'll just float around the, the ship. Uh, they can't do laundry. They can't shower. Right. They sponge bathe using a soapy water solution in a bag, and they use no-rinse shampoo to clean their hair. Right, Well, this is probably why the women always look like they have good hair. So there's that. Um, I see nothing romantic about space flight except looking out the window. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Way worse than camping. Yeah. And and I'm not a fan of camping. Um, 
And as far as danger, 1% of human space flights resulted in a fatal accident. Well, that's so not bad. That's about 10,000 times more dangerous than flying on a commercial airplane. By well, the way. right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You know, that doesn't make any sense because Sandra Bullock, who in her space movie, looked beautiful during the whole time. Her hair was fixed up. Well, and she, she never and she never got bruised when she got kicked around. In she space, did not know. So this story can't be true. It's got to be yeah. easy to fly in that stuff. But yeah, you know, you can well, go to a museum somewhere in, in many parts of the country in the world. I'm sure you can find space capsules in a museum. And sometime they actually let you get inside of one. Well, go try that and see what it feels like because they're very, very small. Uh, you don't and have very, a lot very of un- very, very uncomfortable. I oh, yeah. would think though, knowing Richard Branson, mm-hmm. uh, that he's going to go for comfort. Oh, probably. Yeah. yeah. Will they serve those so, little peanuts and things? Do you think? Cause they've kind of stopped no, doing that. No. Yeah. That's interesting. You can't, well, you can't, you can't do that when you're in space. They'd have to put in a bathroom. So that would mean a longer flight. Right. And that folks is not going to happen for a long time. Oh yeah, it's not going to happen. Keep keep <laughs> fantasizing. That's great. And but, remember these fl- um, well these these recent flights were what eleven minutes or right twelve yeah. So it's not like a uh, going to, to Mars. Have to go to the bathroom unless you yeah. totally freaked out when you took off and then you pooped in your pants. So that could have happened. Yeah, that that would but, be you know. uh, uncomfortable. <laughs> so uh, all right, uh, okay. So apparently you can what speed up your old iPhones. This is kind of an odd story. Okay, so this is fascinating. It's been all over the internet, and I, and I picked up this one story because it had m- a lot of information. Okay, so you have your old iPhone. Mm-hmm. You know they got slower and slower and slower. Right. And the tap dance you got from Apple, well, was the battery, well, was it, oh, oh, oh. and you, all kinds of stories. But it seems, and I love this, and, and I'm going to give you the pros and cons here. If you go, and, and you can Google how to change um, the, the location yeah, the of region. your phone, your region of your phone, you can do that easily. You can Google it mm-hmm. on an iPhone. If you change it to France, the performance of your phone will become faster and smoother. Makes no sense. Oh, it makes perfect sense because Apple has been fined by France for... Okay, frequency reduction. Mm-hmm. This means the company cannot temper the performance of old iPhones in their country. Apple right. has, in this case, in France, Apple intentionally reduced the performance output of old iPhones in order to prevent their performance from affecting the battery life due to the aging of the battery. Right, which has been a now big we issue. All know, we all know that we can get a replacement battery. That's not a secret, especially if you have an older phone, it's out of warranty. You can go to iFixit, get a new battery. Um, And people I've spoken to, because I I tweeted this story earlier in the week, have tried it. It absolutely works, but a couple problems. If you change your region, it's going to screw with your, if you use Netflix over your phone, which Nobody I really know does, but there are people who watch Netflix on their phone. That's going to cause a problem because it depends on what region you're in to what movies and videos you can watch. Also, it may affect you during gaming. 
and uh, anything you subscribe to may be affected if your location is. But, you know, the only thing I subscribe to, you know, is like New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, right. um, news things. They don't care where I am. I've read those in all kinds of different countries. So think about it. If you have an older iPhone that you want to play with that's not your daily driver, uh, go into the settings, change your region to France, and see what happens. You're going to be surprised. Yeah, it's really it, interesting. It's amazing. And it was tested, well, on an iPhone 12 Pro, but, you know, that's a fast phone to start with. We're talking about new, like yeah. an iPhone. I'm going to be doing it with an iPhone 6 this weekend. Mm-hmm. So. I'm looking forward to it. I, I just think it's a great way to get around big tech manipulating our devices. But you realize, of course, when once you do that, everything comes across your screen in French. So you have to be able to read. No, it doesn't. Uh, <laughs> you sure about that? I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, you choose your language separately okay. from your All right. religion. Okay. Yeah. Um, so the infamous Edward Snowden um, recently came out with a story on next month allegedly next month, Apple will be releasing their new iPhone 13. September 17th, I think, is the target date. And they will, at that point, be using iOS 15. We're on 14.71 right now. So apparently there is a feature that's called CSAM detection, which will be part of Apple 15. Uh, And the feature which will roll out when the new phones roll out will hash and mash user photos marked for upload to the iCloud against a hash database known as CSAM that they pull from different entities. Uh, And apparently the process will look at photos. They claim they're doing this to prevent child pornography. Yeah, this is the child porn thing that everybody's been hearing about. Right. That we're going to protect you from child porn. Now, Mark, according to the story, are they doing this on the device or are they doing it in the cloud? Uh, well, the, it will come as part of your iOS 15, so it's actually on your device. Right. And then when you so upload to burn, the cloud. So it will burn battery, right? Oh, sure. Yeah, it's part, it's the, part of the operating system. So, right. so there's, it's going to affect you that way, too. Um, according to Snowden, iPhone already has surveillance capability built in. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. So Snowden fears that governments will come in and abuse the system by compelling Apple to expand the on-device CSAM feature. Right. Or mandate it be active by all users all the time. I mean, uh, arguments concerning mission creep, which means that you have a plan and it's going to expand are central to the criticism of Apple's plans. This is not not a good idea. Quote Snowden, there's no fundamental technological limit to how far the precedent Apple is establishing can be pushed, meaning the only restraint is Apple's all-too-flexible company policy, something governments understand all too well. Apple claims they won't bend to government demands. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. it'll be but interesting. This, this already, your pictures are being scanned. Um, I would keep an eye on this. I read Apple Insider. If you're interested in the story, they've been covering it quite a bit. It's, it's an important story. And 
And it's I coming, and they probably won't pull it. That, that's probably going to be part. I think we've learned that Snowden isn't crazy, and he right. knew a whole lot that we didn't know. So yeah, it's going to be very interesting time to, to listen. see. Yeah, and I don't know that there'll be any choice to do anything about it, because if it's part of the system, it's part well, of the system. You can st- well, you can stop using it, so there's that. Well, know? yeah, yeah. Yeah, same, same reason with the Samsung TVs. Uh, right, you know, exactly. Comment exactly. with your wallet. I mean, the problem is that most people won't do that. They will just go forward and do the That's things right. they normally do. You know, and it's well, going to be... Exactly, which is going to read 1984 again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, all right. So this is now the time of the show. We search the planet, the universe, and today, Amazon for the buy of the week. All right. And now our buy of the week is, this is interesting. I've been using for a long time. I started, oh gosh, when they first came out, uh, Aero Systems, which is the uh, mesh Wi-Fi system that uh, will extend your Wi-Fi connection in your home. And uh, I can only speak to the Aero System and it works great. Uh, it extends my Wi-Fi. I've been using it for years. I still have the original one that I probably have from four or five years ago. Uh, if you want to, if you don't have one or you want to upgrade one, the Google Wi-Fi system, which has gotten some great reviews. There's about 6,600 reviews on this, of which they got four and a half stars. And it's called their AC1200 Mesh Wi-Fi System Wi-Fi Router. It'll cover 4,500 square feet of your home. If you have a larger home, you probably need to, you know, do an add-on for this uh, but basically what it does it's a flexible mesh Wi-Fi system blankets the home with coverage and uh, keeps your buffering at bay and they really work extremely well uh, Marsha you use a uh, um, a system like this a, a mesh Wi-Fi system yes I use the Linksys uh, system okay they're very easy to hook up basically you plug your uh, your modem into this system or into your router, depending upon how your configuration is. And I got mine up and running in probably five minutes. And um, so if you want to extend your coverage without spending a fortune, they now have this on sale at Amazon today. It normally sells for $200. It's on sale for $149.99 at um, Amazon today. And it's well worth Now, this is their 2020 model, but who cares? I mean, I'm using a, two, you know, uh, a model from probably 2015, and it works great. And uh, it's a something that I strongly recommend if you're trying to look to extend your Wi-Fi network. And uh, again, this is the Google Wi-Fi AC1200 Mesh Wi-Fi System Wi-Fi Router, uh, available at Amazon today for $149.99, marked down from just under $200. Uh, and that is our buy of the week. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a good thing. I recommend those. They they work great, and I assume yours works well. The one you use, yeah, see, it works fine. You know, no complaints. Um, I just wish everything worked as well as my mesh network. Uh, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, and they really um, are easy. They're really easy to set up. I have to say. So, uh, good luck with that. Have you been in a restaurant lately that's had a QR code on the menu? You know, I have, uh, not lately because of everything that's gone on and recently haven't gone out as much as I was going up. But yeah, I have. And I, I don't like it personally. Well, you know, it was uh, interesting. I went to Benihana because, and for those of you who like Benihana but are not going to go into a closed restaurant, because right. of all the smoke and the stuff with the stoves at every table, Benihana has an air replacement system. Seriously, this is the truth. In their restaurants that's like past military spec 
Because right. remember, each table is cooking, making smoke, and they got a giant sucker on top of those stoves and could be one of the safest places to be if you want to go inside for dinner. So Right, that's, right, exactly. But anyway, Benihana had their menu on a QR plan, uh, on a QR code, which have you uh, looked at menus on QR codes at all? Oh, I have. I, you know, the problem is that if you, you know, you wear reading glasses or your, you know, you, your uh, short vision is not good and you're looking at it on your phone, the menus are pretty small. You know, it's, you're not used to those big, gigantic menus where you flip pages. Now, I think from a sanitary point of view, it makes a lot of sense. You know, you don't want to be touching things that other people, you know, these are the things we never thought of two years ago. So from that perspective, but what are you going to do, bring your iPad with you every place you go now so you well, can see the menu? Well, all you have to order? do is pinch it out. Yeah, but still, it's, you know, what was that? Oh, where was it? it it's, it's fine. It's perfectly fine. And for what it does, I think it, it makes a lot of sense, but I don't love it. Okay. Well, QR code downloads have soared 750% over the last 18 months. So other right. people are, are using it and they're liking well, it. Well, they're forced to use it. Remember, it's not that yeah, they want exactly. to use it. They're forced exactly. to use it. Right. Now, just so you know, QR codes were invented in 1994 for oh, right. inventory control in businesses. Um, it's interesting that... So many people are using it now, and one of the questions I always get is, how do I scan a QR code? Right. They're really easy. How do you scan a QR code on an iPhone? On an iPhone, you open your camera, you put your camera screen on the the code, and it uh, scans it and takes you right to the website. Okay, you don't have to tap anything. No, you don't have to do anything. Just turn on your uh, camera. Okay, and in an Android phone... You open your camera, and you go to the Google Lens icon at the bottom, mm-hmm. tap that, and it will scan and go to the website. So it's easy, it's simple to do, but for those Android folks who didn't know, because I've had a lot of people go, how do I do this? How do I? There's that Google Lens thing. It's part of Google Assistant. It's in your camera, and uh, it works like a champ, so... Use your QR code now more, especially when you're shopping. Um, I've used it to see ingredients of products when I've been shopping. Right. They're very useful. And oh, they're great. Hell, I was using them in the, in the 90s. Oh, yeah, um, they were. I remember they were great. at Home Depot, they used to have it in the garden department. So I used to get the story on the plants that I wanted to buy. So, yeah, I mean, off, well, often when you buy a new product now, you can scan the, they come with a QR code that either will allow you to register your, your phone without having to go to the website, or it'll give you the manual. You want our manual, just, you know, download the QR code. So they were, they're great. They, they, they yeah, have really uh, solid my purpose. My business code is, uh, my business card, if somebody asks for my contact information, I just pull up my QR code, which has my little face in the right. middle. Makes they a lot scan of sense. it and they get my information. Yeah, it's exactly. Simple. No, no, they work. They work. They work extremely well. Um, okay, so have you been wondering who has the fastest mobile network in 2021? Uh, well, you know, what were you going to say, Marjorie? Uh, no, go ahead. I had my stuff yeah. out of order. I'm gonna... Yes, you did. You were, yeah. but I didn't want to point yeah. it out, so I just let it go. Uh, yeah. So uh, apparently, the overall winner, interestingly enough, was T-Mobile. They had a speed score of 96%. 
Um, they were the the maximum megabits per second was actually the largest with Verizon, which was 2,216. Uh, T-Mobile only had 1,134, but overall, their overall efficiency upload speed, their upload speed was 140 versus AT&T at 89 and Verizon at 102. Uh, their download speed was better, and their overall score, Verizon had an 86, AT&T had an 89, and they had a 96. So that was interesting to see, the T-Mobile, well, which you use. Yep. Well, I, what I have to have to tell everybody is this all depends where you're standing. You can get great speeds. I can point out spots. You go stand over there, you're going to get a great... Um, 5G signals are not broad signals. They are specific to an area. Again, if you're going to use 5G, I have shut off 5G on my phone. Right. Because I frankly don't care. (laughs) Right. And all it does is burn up battery looking for a good 5G signal. That's number one. Right. Um, There's an app called Open Signal. You put that on your phone. You tap on it, and it will tell you which carriers have um, radios in the area, where the towers are, how close you are to them. And if you want to go deep, you got nothing else to do, hey, it's the pandemic, drive over and stand below (laughs) the tower. You'll be shocked how fast your signal is. So, you know, consider all of this kind of like the J.D. Power Awards. The J.D. Power Awards we'll talk about another time. But the truth is you don't win a J.D. Power Award unless you've paid for a survey to be done. So, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, it's really interesting. I mean, and, and they also did a test of the speed. How much faster is 5G over 4G in different parts of the country? And uh, T-Mobile actually did really well in that as well. I mean, I'm looking at Los Angeles. Uh, Verizon did not do so well. Verizon speed was not much faster 5G versus 4G. Uh, but if you get into areas like, for example, Las Vegas, it was 50% faster. Uh, Denver, according to this, was 250 times faster, almost 300 times faster than 4G. So depending upon the location of where you are, it's very interesting. If you live in Charlotte, North Carolina, your speed is 450 times faster than the 4G speed. So it can be much faster depending on what your area is. And uh, I don't know, maybe there's not a lot of buildings in Charlotte to block the signal. but uh, It does, but Charlotte is an all-new city with all-new infrastructure. Right, right. So you have to take that into consideration. Uh, again, I can't recommend more using the Open Signal app because you're going to be fooled. Even the FCC apps, uh, the maps, excuse me, are grossly incorrect because right. I've looked up addresses where people have had problems. And it says, oh, yeah, they get a signal. Oh, that really works. Mm, No. Yeah. No. Very interesting. Uh, All right. So we're coming up pretty soon on Windows 11. Uh, I think it was October, November, if I remember correctly, as to when they are going to, uh, you know, uh, make Windows 11, which is a totally different looking system. It's totally different than the old ones. And apparently, what, people are going to be allowed to download it, even though they made a big deal out of it not being really uh, workable on older PCs, but they're going to let you do it anyway. Why do I, let's do a philosophical, why do I want Windows 11? Do I really care? 
Now, let's assume know, we want to have our computers updated to the highest security right. level, and we want it to be great. But before you want to update Windows 11, I mean, they say anyone with a PC with an older CPU. Right. But except some. <laughs> now, if you remember when people upgraded to Windows 10 from Windows 8, there was a lot of except some. I would be really careful. I would really scour the sites, and I would not do this until a lot of people are doing it. Because they do leave off some CPUs mm -hmm. that w it won't work on. There is a website, and I'm not going to even take it out, uh, tell you about it, because I think this is something we need to give a little more time to. Um, Microsoft says devices that meet official minimum specs had a 99.8% crash-free experience. That doesn't mean that everything worked afterwards. That just means it right. didn't crash. Yeah. So the PC Checker app, if you remember, Microsoft has a PC Health app. Mm -hmm. um, we used to, and I can't give it to you because it's a crazy long URL, but it's in the Windows Insider preview, if you can get to it. Um, I got to the page and it says to access the page, you need to be a member of the Windows Insider program, which I'm not joining. So right. again, this isn't ready for prime time. It's fascinating that they're going to do it. I think that's great, but let's wait a little bit. And, and yeah, see. they're going to do it for, for allegedly you're going to be able to download Windows 11 for free. They're not going to charge you for the upgrade, which they have always done in the past. So that'll be interesting to see. And it's got, it does have a completely different look to it. Uh, it's got a bunch of bells and whistles, which we'll talk about later when we get closer to the release of it. But it is kind of interesting. So uh, we'll see if that, uh, how that works out going down the line. Um, well, the interesting thing is you load it by downloading an ISO file. Um, and it is a manual process. but they added that future Windows 11 updates may be in jeopardy if you take the ISO install method on a PC that doesn't meet new requirements. Right. So just be careful now. Let's, let's not jump the gun. Let's study it. Let's see what it looks like. And then we can all decide. Sounds that's, good. That's my recommendation. Right. So I ran across a story that I thought is kind of fun. Um, the, the strangest... Uh, subscription boxes that you can find out there, and which just simply a subscription box is, you know, they have them for everything now. Dog treats and food, and, you know, every month you get a new box sent to you. So uh, there's a couple of companies that we found that look kind of interesting. If you were into the Apocalypse, the Apoca box uh, for 50 bucks per month will supply you with all the doomsday prep gear you need uh, from specific survival tools like a hygiene kit, Edible ooh, bugs. I guess you have to learn to eat bugs if you want to be a survivalist. Uh, I just go out into the garden. I got these giant for free. grasshoppers. Yeah, yeah for, for free. free. So if you want that. Now, if you are a smoker, Cannabox fulfills your uh, fantasies by delivering all, sides of, uh, all types of ganja accessories for around 30 bucks a month. Uh, legal you know marijuana. what I think is hysterical? We live in California. Right. And... Uh, the cannabis 
craze has been going on for decades. Oh, decades, I just think, yeah. I think it's funny because now we see the rest of the country kind of picking up on it. Yeah, and, exactly. Ooh, bongs, ooh, pipes, rolling paper, wee! I yeah. mean, I th- all the weed paraphernalia that in California has like kind of been here. Been around is, since the 60s in San Francisco during the oh, hippie days that. of the country. Or, or even that. before that. Remember yeah, right. Madri- Madness. Oh, yeah, Reefer Madness. Watch yeah. a funny movie. Yeah, that just was a funny movie. Put up Reefer Madness. It's and just, just for those who don't know what Marsha's talking about, Reefer Madness was a movie that was made in probably the 50s to scare children off of taking marijuana. It was a black and white thing, and it's it was very funky. Now the, I don't Marcia, know. It was definitely not for children. Definitely uh, not. I think children. they showed and it, it in school. And it was released in 1938. Oh, was it? Is that really? Was it 1938? Yes. Wow. Okay. Yes. Um, all right. Here's the one for you, Marsha. I thought this was perfect. It's the Cat Lady Box. For 40 bucks a month, you can receive catnip toys, hoodie blankets with cat ears, cat-shaped cooling racks, and other perfect gifts. Uh, now, you are a huge cat person, so is that for I'm you? I'm not a cat lady. I have one cat. I'm not a cat lady. Mm. I think these things are ridiculous. Mainly, <laughs> it's a $40 per month subscription. Right. Seriously, how much cat crap can you buy for $40 in a month? It seems like a if, lot. If you really, really want to do this, just go to a store and pick out your cat stuff. And you'll, I guarantee you're going to spend less than $40. <laughs> Or your dog um, stuff, because they have the dog boxes, well, yeah, too. Exactly. But I have a real problem with a lot of these subscriptions, because yeah. they keep sending them. The only one I do like is my one from Cottonelle. And that's my... We get the large roll of toilet paper. If you remember, right. a couple of years ago, I showed you. Um, sure. They yeah. made a giant roll. It's like a three-roll roll and a special stand. It's hysterical. We have it in our guest bathroom. But right. bottom line, that subscription keeps coming, and these days I'm really happy for it. Well, if you, you don't have that, you, yeah, you can get the cloud paper uh, delivery service that delivers 24 rolls of three-ply toilet paper, 350 squares per roll, made from sustainable bamboo, which is cool. Uh, so that's 20, 28 bucks a month. Uh, let's see, what else was on here that looked kind of interesting? Uh, glove box, you can get accessories for your car for 32 bucks a month. I mean, how many accessories, cleaning accessories you could possibly use? But it gives you all the cleaning accessories you need. So that's glove box. And it's just really kind of fun stuff. Uh, if you want a, a minute, unique how much gift. Was, how much was the toilet roll thing? Uh, the 20, I think it was $24 a month. Okay, for $29.97. $28 per box. You can yeah. get three rolls of Charmin Forever rolls and a wall mount <laughs> yeah. for twenty nine ninety five. dollars Yeah, so, that's true. Yeah, think about that. That Charmin Forever rolls, I'm telling you, shopcharmin.com. They're not a sponsor. I just think it's the three-roll pack that we subscribe to. I don't know what it is with the discount, but it's twenty six ninety seven if you buy it. And we get it every couple months we don't have a toilet pr- paper problem. Save 10% by subscribing. So, and that go. auto delivery, I don't mind paying for. And by the way, if you have something funky is going on at Costco these days with to- Charmin toilet paper, they well, seem they to limited. be continuously, well, not only limiting, every time we've tried to buy it, they've been out of stock. And I actually called the store to say, hey, what's the story? Oh, well, we're getting limited quantities. I think it's more that they want to push their own Kirk, 
Kirkland, Kirkwood, Kirkland pro, uh, toilet paper. ShopSharman.com. I'm telling you, just do it. Yeah. All right. Just do it. You'll be a lot there happier. You go. And you'll never have to uh, carry around toilet paper. So are there any more? Because these are funny. Well, uh, I, we probably should move on to, uh, I think we only have maybe five minutes left of the show. So should we move on to entertainment and talk about some of the new things that are out? Um, well, I have to tell you that we have been going back in time and watching older movies. Uh-huh. And we saw Gran Torino. And I oh, that's an tell old you, one, yeah. What yeah. a great movie. Was that Clint I mean, Eastwood? Yes, it was. Yeah, it was right. incredible. Um, and I'm trying to remember, we watched a spy movie on Dish that was just, it, it's one of the, it, it was fabulous. I'm looking it up now, so go ahead. Well, I'm going to pay today to watch uh, My Bodyguard's Wife with Ryan Reynolds, which I hear is ex- hysterical. It's now on Dish for it's like $5.99, and it's supposed to be very, very good. I just started watching, didn't even realize that it started on Hulu, and Marcia, this won't be for you, but American Horror Story, which is now in its 10th season, season, has started their new season, and they also have an add-on called American Horror Stories, which is an, you know, it's basically an anthology series with different stories in each episode. So that is now currently available on Hulu, okay, and that's let, kind of fun. I found my movie. And I recommend it highly. It's called A Call to Spy, in French, Liberté. It's based on a book called A Woman of No Importance. And Hmm. it is about the women who helped spies in the Second World War during the Nazi regime in France. Oh, but that's Unbelievable, fabulous story. It's true. It's excellent. And it's called A Call to Spy. I can't recommend it enough. Now, is that a... uh is that subtitled or dubbed in? No, no, it, it's legit. It's, it's in English. And oh, it is, okay. It came out October 2nd, 2020. So it's a current movie, and it's people that you never heard of because it's European. Yeah, right. I mean, kind of helps with the accents to have the real actors. Yeah, exactly. exactly. if you watch it this weekend, seriously, watch it. Uh, you'll be, if you like spy stuff, if you like war things, excellent uh also just released on dvd blu-ray uh in the heights which was originally a broadway play terrific broadway play one uh lynn what's his name from uh, oh god lynn manuel miranda did i do that right um and he's terrific and it's a uh, it's a very good musical that takes place i think in new york uh and that's called in the heights so that's good uh also i don't know marcia if you've watched do you have hulu do you watch hulu I don't. I don't. Have, I don't sit around and watch TV. I, I read uh, books. <laughs> what are those? Are those? Those? They still make those? They, they, with paper and the whole thing? Yeah. Wow. Shocking. Uh, there's a new series called Nine Perfect Strangers, which is I can't no, don't know what to make of it. I'm about four episodes into it, but it's with Nicole Kidman, Melissa McCarthy, uh, Luke Evans. Got a terrific cast, and it takes place in a all these people are really screwed up, and they go to like a retreat. And Nicole Kidman, who has frankly a terrible Russian accent in this, um, so that's kind of interesting. So that's a new one that has just hit. And uh, I know you and I have talked about uh, multiple times, uh, Grace and Frankie. They just released the four 
episodes of the last season, season seven, and the unfortunately the rest of it won't be around until early next year because of the pandemic. They started filming and they only got through four episodes before the uh, filming stopped. But I know you're a big fan of Grace and Frankie. Yeah, but I, the, the disappointment on Grace and Frankie and this season is they changed the makeup. Whoever's doing the makeup, it's a much heavier makeup application on all the actors. Uh, Martin Sheen kind of looks like he's an Indian. Oh, um, I haven't noticed that. That's interesting. You take a look at the makeup of everybody on the show. It's way too heavy. I don't know what they were thinking, but it took away. I mean, yeah, it's funny. It's cute. I loved it. I do. I love the show. But really, they didn't do the actors any favors with the makeup. And of course... We have to love Ted Lasso. The internet is hating on Ted Lasso. I will yeah, it's so Ted stupid. Ted Lasso is great. It's going. It's going. Have you? Are you up to date on Ted Lasso? Yeah. Okay, because it's gone. It's going a little dark, and that's what they had planned to do with this. So suddenly, it's not the you know the first season was really up and friendly and happy. Now it's a little bit darker. But the show is just terrific. I think the actors in the show are phenomenal. And uh, it's a really, really entertaining series. So that's when you should certainly take a look at and, and watch that. And, uh, you know, it seems like every day now Netflix has come up with some brand new movie, brand new broadcasting. So uh, that's kind of cool. They're gonna, we're going to be losing some things in Netflix uh, in, in September. So uh, I guess I don't hear music, but I guess it's about time to end the show. So uh, that, that is it for us. And uh, thank you, as always, for being with us. As we always say, please don't drink and drive. We want you back next week, and we'll see you next weekend. So this is Marsha Collier, Mark Cohen, and Paul at the boards. We're glad to bring you this show every week. We love tech and hope we share some interesting tech stories and tips with you each week. Please tell your friends we're on all the networks. So until next week, we'll see you then. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought.